0: Welcome to Rogers Center, everybody. It's the Blue Jays home opener. On the mound for the Blue Jays is left-hander Hanging Rao, acquired in the offseason, making his Blue Jays debut. I don't know about you, Pat, but I'm excited to see him pitch. Am I ever? Well, I I think I speak for everybody when I say, but but it's time for baseball. (laughs)
1: Oh.
0: I have never seen that. Swing and a drive! Wow! You called it, partner. It's time for baseball. <laughs> to me, he looks strong, powerful.
1: You know who swing here reminds me of?
0: Art Shamsky. Great comparison.
1: Right on cue.
2: I really like what Mark and Ross have done with the team this offseason. They, they brought in ballplayers. But they sure
0: did, Pat.
1: Michael Jordan was the first person I was ever obsessed with. Before him, it had just been Ninja Turtles. And since him, it's been many women and my hairline. I remember watching him play and I would only see him, even when he didn't have the ball. I studied the way he moved, how he palmed the ball, the tongue. I used to wear a hoop earring just like he did. And in the 1992 finals game one, when he famously hit his 6-3 of the half and he looked to the broadcast booth and shrugged, I developed that into my behavior. And less famously, on my city league team that I played for, I hit my third jump shot in a row, and without any irony, I looked to the scores table, and I shrugged. And they looked at me with disgust, but I didn't care. Because you have to live your dreams when they happen. And when I would watch him, every shot felt like it was me taking it. Every miss hurt me like it was my miss, and every basket made felt like excitement. I would watch every Sunday, it was the NBA on NBC. And I would sit on my old cream-colored Lazy Boy and I would eat ketchup chips and I would wipe red dust fingers all over the arms of the chair. I did it every Sunday. It was always Jordan, always ketchup. And even when my father said he would beat my ass if I didn't stop ruining the chair, I just couldn't stop i was obsessed and also lazy and selfish which is a bad combo i made the basement so disgusting that no one else in my family would go down there and that's the way i wanted it i wished i could meet him i just knew that we would be friends he would see something in me the thing that i longed for people to see and then through him the world would see me and Mike are the same I needed to see him in person just to know that he was real to give him the opportunity to be around me and realize me It wasn't until years later in 2002 where I had my chance I flew to Boston to watch the Celtics play the Wizards when Jordan played for the Wizards it wouldn't be vintage Jordan sure but at least I'd say I saw him play, and I was older then, so it would be less of a legal issue for us to be friends, you know, more Batman and Robin and less Finding Neverland. The tickets were 250 American, but who cares? I was in university at the time, and a student loan is a student loan, and they're not meant to be paid back. The excitement before the game was like nothing else. To see the fadeaway live, the palming of the ball, I couldn't wait. Walking to the arena in Boston, the air was crisp and the scalpers were out.
2: Got your tickets here. Got your tickets here.
1: No thanks, my man. Already bought him 250 American for upper bowl seats.
2: Get your tickets here. Got your tickets here. $10 tickets. $10 tickets.
1: Did he say $10 tickets? Huh. Well, that felt awful, but it wouldn't take me down. So what? I overpaid. As I said, student loans aren't meant to be paid back. Four for thirty, here. Boy, I really wish he would stop yelling that, but nevertheless. Even though we were in Boston, the arena was packed with number 23 jerseys. I can imagine that I wasn't alone in my hopes, but he would choose me he would feel it. And as I sat in my seat, beaming with anticipation, eyes darting all over the arena for where he could be, it was then that the announcer's voice shot through the PA system. Number 23 on the Washington Wizards, Michael Jordan is out with an injury and will not dress. The crowd went silent. No one wanted to admit how hurt they were or that that was the only reason that they were here, considering the home team was the Celtics, and of course that that's the reason that the tickets were only $10. I was in shock, but I still, I kept up that hope that I would at least see him sitting on the bench in that oversized suit and big hoop earring. I would see him walk or smile, because surely even if he didn't play, he would sit on the bench. Sure, he was a 40-year-old billionaire playing on a horrible team with players half his age, but he would still, he would sit on the bench because fate is fate. He can't control it any more than I can. The crowd was quiet all game. It was the first ever live NBA game that I'd been to, and I didn't pay attention to a second of it. I have no clue who won and who cares. And then my heart stopped as a tall, bald, fit, African-American man walked through the uprights, yes, wearing a big suit, and that bald head, it shined under the light, and this hush went over the crowd. Everyone was seeing what I was seeing. My dream came true. It's him. And this man stopped, and he put his hands in his pockets, and he just sort of stood there self-consciously standing. Wait a minute. Jordan would never have that body language. He would never be self-conscious. Putting your hands in your pockets is an apology, and he doesn't apologize. Wait a minute. He was just an ordinary tall black man, and I'm just a racist. Why was I so foolish? Why would anything good actually happen to me? He never showed up and I never saw him. That night, I went and saw the Blue Man Group for $40, and I drank a bucket of beer underage, and all I could think of was how I'll never see him play. And I never did. And fuck the Blue Man Group. Were you uh, comfortable with girls when you were doing, uh, having school dances or was it still like a really stressful thing? Cause you said, you told me you were gorgeous. So were they, um, just coming at you or those school
2: dances in grade seven and eight probably were the most important things in terms of street cred, street cred, but also girl cred because you're a good dancer. Very
1: good dancer. Like slow dancer or or you're talking about like kicking a beat? Both.
2: Both. So oftentimes I'd be in grade seven, for example, and I would start catching the eye of girls in grade eight or girls in
1: grade nine. That's tough to do because younger boys are like gross to older girls at that age usually.
2: Well, I think I probably was in some senses, but again, because I'm little, extremely cute, and like have like a lot of confidence in myself at these dances and in my dance moves, that I'm, I'm creating a lot of attention on the dance floor, and these older girls are like, you know, they 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 are not thinking of me in the same way that I'm thinking of them, but they're like,
0: oh my god, this boy's so cute, he's got to be dancing with us. Like, it's
2: a whole different mindset for them, right? But in my mind, I'm like,
1: oh shit, I'm getting the attention of these older hot girls.
2: I remember there was one girl, that, that. I sort of started what I thought was this relationship with her from meeting her and dancing with her at a dance. And like we went to a couple of movies together and hung out, but she, of course, just didn't think of me in the same way because I was younger, but I didn't understand that at the time. I'm just fucked up.
0: 1991, Gatorade and Michael Jordan collaborated to create one of the most iconic commercials of all time. While creating The Last Dance, director Jason Heher came across never-before-seen footage of jingle auditions done inexplicably in Canada. Jason had no interest in using it in The Last Dance, so he graciously gave it to us to use on The Buck and Tabby Show.
2: All right, Jennifer, open open the door. Let's bring the first person in here. Hello. Hey, how's it going? What's your name?
1: Uh, My name is Dylan Turner from Winnipeg.
2: From Winnipeg, okay. Uh, That's somewhere, somewhere out west, right?
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. I guess it's it's west of uh, you know Ontario, which a lot of people think is the center of Canada. But yeah, I, I guess it's it's not really west. But uh, all right, cool,
2: Dylan. Um, uh, my name is David Frost. I am the film director doing commercial direction right now, and uh, amazing for for Gatorade, as you know, and. As you obviously know, we are doing an open casting call. We're, we've come to Canada looking for some talent. We need some jingles for this new hot Gatorade commercial uh, about Michael Jordan. Um, so you've received okay. the breakdown, and I guess you have something prepared for us? Yes. Okay, great. Um, we have a microphone set up there. Feel free to use that if you want. Did you Do you have any backing music, or do you need a...
1: A piano or anything? Uh, my agent told me this was just a cappella, and so I'm just doing a cappella, but I don't like if I'm not again like if somebody uh, wants to play. No, just do it a cappella.
2: All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever you're ready, done. Thank you.
1: Flying through the night with the greatest of ease. Dribble, dribble, shoot from your shoes to your knees. He's the one. He's the one.
0: He's the one. Who's the one?
1: I thought we were doing this for Michael Jordan. Is he... That's that's who I think is the one? Yeah, that's right. Is there any way that you could maybe
2: incorporate his name or the name Gatorade or... Somehow say yeah. Michael Jordan, because I don't really know yeah. what you're talking about. And I just want to give a bit of feedback, you know, if, if you are able to, yeah. to do it again for me.
1: Okay, yeah. Uh, okay. Flying through the night with the greatest of ease, Gatorade. He's the one we dream of and his name is Michael.
2: Something like that. Okay, great. I think we've seen enough. And that's that's really great work, Dylan.
1: Thank you. Dylan Turner from Winnipeg. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Dylan.
2: All right, who do we got next? Go. Let's 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 try and move through this a bit quicker. I don't mean to talk so much.
1: All right, open the door. Hey, how's it going? Uh What's your name? My name is Mario Dog. Mario Dog? No, I call you dog name's Mario. Okay, what's your last name, Mario? <laughs> no, no, man. Okay, so you just
2: want us to write Mario down here? How are we supposed to find you or get in contact with you if we do select your song? Trust me, dog, you can find me. Alright, um, uh, well, there's a mic there. Do whatever you want, Mario. Alright, here we
1: go. Mash the bitch into the ground. Pound, 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 and you slam All right, it down. Alright, hold on, hold
2: on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Mario. You ever heard the word bitch on television? It's 1991, okay? I feel you, dog. So let's do it again, and let's clean it up here. This is for kids. We want kids to like Gatorade through Michael Jordan. Okay? Let's let's, let's, let's hear it again.
1: this orange sack into the ground. Hit it, hit it up, and a pound, pound, pound. I'm going to chug this Gatorade because I'm drinking vodka all night. And who's going to hand it to me, number 23? It's all right.
2: Okay. I don't like that. Pow, pow, dog. No, you know what? It's going to be pow, no. Pow. It's going to be a no. I want you to leave Pow, now. pow. Don't... All right. Um, do we need to get security here, Mario? I don't appreciate you doing air guns slice, at me. Slice,
1: slice, are you, are slice, slice.
2: gesturing that you're slicing your own throat now? What What does that mean? Ain't my throat, dog. Peace. All right. Bye, Mario. Jesus Christ. I thought they were supposed to be nice here in Canada. What the hell is that? All right. Who do we got next? Is there anyone else out there? How many more do we got? One more? All right. Bring them in.
1: Hey, don't.
2: Uh, good man. How are you?
1: Good, bro. How are you?
2: Good. My name is David Frost. Um, uh, what do you what do you got for us today?
1: Anything you want, my man. I, what did you prepare? Grew up being told not to like black people, but he's the one who made me change my mind. The way he shoots, the way he moves, it makes me feel I'm in a new time. It's Michael Jordan, and I like Gatorade. Yeah, that's pretty good. That might work. If I'm being straight up honest with you, that was the first time that I ever sang in my whole goddamn life. I did not know I could do that.
2: You're kidding. You've got a a natural gift. Melodies, wordplay. I think you might have a future in the jingle business. Thank you you're welcome so uh, i am also stone-cold drunk right now on gatorade perfect so we'll get in touch with you if uh, things work out you know i gotta show the tapes to the producers make sure that they get the okay but uh you're you're the you're the top top vote for me in canada right now fuck yeah like
0: Mike, Mike, Mike. Mike, Mike. Mike, Mike.
2: You're not adventurous, are you, in
1: your foods? I'm adventurous? Like. I don't dump sugar on my food. No, I'm not a, I'm not a toddler. You... I would do the spicy oil. I like the spicy oil.
2: So this is just mixing the spicy oil with a bit of sweetness, like having a hot and honey garlic wing. Do you not yeah. like those? No, I don't. You only like hot. You won't, you won't do garlic honey garlic because it's got some sort of sugar in
1: it. No, it's not that. It's just like I don't, like, I don't, I, I don't love sweet things
2: on the scale of sweet things this is very low at least but it's
1: natural i'm not it's not a, it's not a health thing it's not, this is not this isn't a health thing this is just a palate thing i eat fucking mcdonald's like why would i care about fucking um eating honey I'm not a huge honey
2: person either. Well,
1: apparently, you are. Apparently, you're a fucking bumblebee, and <laughs> you dump honey on things that don't need honey. If it's I such like a honey, great, garlic. it's such a I great like spicy pizza. honey garlic. Too. It's an amazing pizza, everyone. As long as you dump honey on it.
2: Do you like a balsamic vinegar or a balsamic glaze?
1: For what? For what?
2: Say, for example, I've got some on a tomatoes. Salad? No
1: tomatoes i'm dipping tomatoes in balsamic not dipping,
2: no you've got tomatoes you've got uh, uh a bocconcini cheese
1: so you're talking about a caprese salad do i want balsamic glaze on a caprese salad is that what you're asking me mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh no i don't i would do balsamic vinegar maybe but not glaze i don't want the glaze you don't want it glazed <laughs> no i don't want the glaze
2: wow do you like caramel like just by itself do you like a caramel sauce on an ice cream
1: i don't like ice cream
2: (laughs) what the fuck is wrong with you what do you like that's good tell me something you like that's good other than you've you've mentioned mcdonald's tell me something you like. like
1: i like pizza i like chicken wings i like a nice pasta I like uh, all of the. I've just, dis- you, I've already mentioned eyes. all of I those things. I love grilled ribeyes. I love fillets. I love. What do you mean uh, fillets? Fillets of what? Fillet mignon, fillet of beef. I There's like, fillets uh, of fish,
2: too, you know. Do you like fillets of fish? You're talking about McDonald's
1: fillet of fish? I like. No, I'm not uh, talking about. I'm just talking about someone who's filleted. I like fish and fish. chips a lot. I like fish and chips a lot. I like tartar sauce with fish and chips. I love a good uh, deep fried haddock, a good deep fried halibut, all that. Uh, I like every now and then I've got a lot of time for like a lava cake with a little vanilla ice cream. Do I want caramel sauce on it? Fuck no. No, I don't. I don't need extra sugar on things that are already sugar.
2: It's not extra sugar of things that are already sugar. It's that someone someone has created a mixture of flavors that go together well. And yes, they both happen to be sugary things. Not on the
1: lava cakes I've had. They don't have caramel sauce on them. That's like I'm not going to Pizza Hut buffet and putting caramel sauce on my uh, ice cream with sprinkles, which is what it sounds like you're doing.
2: What about a chocolate bar that has caramel inside of it? They've mixed
1: chocolate and caramel together. I don't really... No, not really. I mean... The amount of caramel that's in a Twix bar I can get behind. But if you're talking about, uh, uh, what is that chocolate bar that's just fucking loaded with caramel? Is it called a caramel bar? Yeah, no, I'm not into that. So mad right now. (laughs) Why why does it bother you?
2: I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. There's something that's extremely bothersome about it, though. You mentioned putting some ice cream...
1: In with the lava cake, but you said you don't like ice cream. Yeah, every now and then. It's just like if it pairs well with something. I'll never buy ice cream. If someone's like, let's go for ice cream, I'll be like, no. What about a drumstick? (sighs) You know, in the right mood, I guess. I could eat that. I don't. Dark chocolate. Fuck no. Fuck Dark chocolate with salted caramel inside of it. Like if somebody gave me a cube of it, I would eat it, but I would never buy it. I would just, it's just not something I. Boston cream donut. I'd take a bite of it, and I would enjoy it, and I'd throw it out. Jelly-filled donut. One bite toss. A bagel with peanut butter sauce. <laughs> peanut butter sauce? <laughs> you never heard of peanut butter before? <laughs> a bagel with peanut
2: butter on one side, crunchy peanut butter, and Nutella on the other side. No.
1: Nutella in general. I, I like it in, like, a Fiora Roche. Like, I can eat a Fiora Roche every now and then. You're saying you like hazelnut. You're not saying
2: you like Nutella.
1: Oh, so what's Nutella made of? That's interesting. Hazelnuts. Least, exactly. But I'm talking about Nutella as the product. What do you think a Fiora Rocher is full of?
2: Not, not Nutella. Yes, it is. <laughs> they don't
1: use the product of Nutella. They, they use, make the exact same thing no, and they call it a Fiora Roche. No,
2: no, 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 man. It's completely, yeah, yeah. It's completely no, 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 different. No, it isn't. It's the They've same got their own recipes. Thing. They just use a similar ingredient. It's like saying that fucking Shit. one pizza place is the same as another because exactly, they make pizza. That's exact,
1: yeah, and the Fiora Roche's version of pizza is better than whatever fucking dominoes you're eating.
2: Obviously, a Ferrero Rocher is better than a Nutella. If you're buying
1: Nutella, you might as well just put on flip-flops and waddle to the lake and like stick your index finger in the jar and just eat it until the sun goes down. I don't buy
2: Nutella, okay? but I can appreciate it. Where are
1: you getting these bagels with Nutella on them then?
2: I've had them in my life. There's been times in my life where I've had a bagel with peanut butter on one side and Nutella on the other. It was a good time in my life.
1: That's a selfish breakfast. It's not a breakfast. Well, what is it? It's, it's a drunk Drink. snack.
2: It's an, it's, it is a midnight. Anything's you've good finished Drinking It doesn't
1: matter what you eat when you're drunk. People eat fucking donairs. People eat fucking dried off lamb meat in a fucking wrap with jerk sauce all over it. Dude doesn't like donairs. I love donairs. I fucking love donairs. Okay. Tell me I don't love donairs. Don't air pizza. That's some good
2: shit. Yeah, it is.
1: It's real good.
2: All right, so what about, I know you like candy. Candy? What are you talking about, I like candy? I've seen you eat candy at my house when Brittany has her boxes, brings a box in the house, you're getting into that candy. This
1: isn't me saying that I have some sort of offense to these things. When I say I like something, it means I'll go out and purchase it on my own with my own desires. If you put something in front of me, I'll eat most things. You can't say you don't like it then. I, well, I guess I... But you're assuming that everything I put in my body that I like, sometimes it's just self-hate. Like, I'll fucking put things in my body that I don't need or really care for all the time. Yeah. Like, if you if you have a box of Halloween candy and we're high and we're just sitting around watching TV and Brittany... What's this box of Halloween candy in front of me? Am I going to pick at it? Yeah, I'll pick at it. I but this is, this, is,
2: this is what I'm upset about because it feels to me like you're saying you have shame and you've no. trained yourself not to like these things and that it isn't just a personal preference. If you're, It if you're- is a personal preference. It's, there's no shame.
1: No, there's no shame. I, I don't like – I'm not like get that ice cream away from me. I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed. <laughs> I just don't like it. I don't crave it. Ask Charlie, you fucking get on, bring Charlie on the fucking podcast. You ask Charlie how many barrels of Hagen dazs she went through that I didn't touch once. That's free game for her. She even would say, man, it's so great knowing you'll never eat it. It's all mine. Never touch it, ever. What's the dirtiest thing that you eat? Dirtiest thing I eat? Yeah. I would eat like crazy dirty things. I would eat fucking taquitos from, oh, Regularly? yeah what what's your what's like your go-to lately, right now yeah oh like annie's boxed mac and cheese or frozen pizzas or so right now it's
2: annie's it's craft dinner
1: sometimes i dream
0: that he is me got to see that's how i Director David Frost was fired by Gatorade after the first audition day when he selected that racist man from Winnipeg as his number one candidate. But auditions continued the next day in Canada with a new director.
1: So like yep. Like Bring this guy in. Hey man. Oh hello. Hi there, how you doing? What's your name? My name is Jim. Jim. What's your last name, Jim? Jim McBoyle. McBoyle? McBoyle. Is that Irish? It is, yes. Great. Not going to sing an Irish tune for me here today, oh, are you? no,
2: no, 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 yeah.
1: no, no. You got any questions about what we're doing? You uh, you a fan of Michael Jordan? Big fan. Big fan of Michael Jordan. Uh, he's my hero. You don't look like you play much basketball. You play basketball?
2: Uh, yeah, I grew up in, in the country, so... Uh, You know, I had a dirt...
1: I'm not too interested where you're from, man. Uh, You drink Gatorade? I've had some Gatorades, yeah. Some Gatorades. Okay, so uh, let's try to keep this around 30 seconds. I want it to be catchy. I want it to just jump off the page. So uh, on your own time, man, but don't take too much time.
0: Sorry, I'm a little nervous. (laughs) Um, My name is Michael Jordan. When I grew up I wanted to play ball. Okay, hey, let's have you right there. The so
1: here's a, let me just fill you in. This is gonna be he's an athlete, right? Yeah, so we want yeah. this thing to move. He's gonna be dunking. He is gonna be doing crossovers. He is gonna it's like a, a darkly lit ad. It's going to have some urban quality and it sounds like you know it sounds like you're a child about to murder his parent or it just sounds like you're doing something for halloween so i need you to pick up the pace get a little bass into there and uh let's try it again
2: okay um well that's what i had had prepared i guess like i can i can i can try and come up with something based on those notes right now i don't know if it'll be any good but i'll I'll try because i was kind of imagining you know it's 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 michael and he's kind of mouthing thanks a lot for your
1: time thanks a lot for your time
2: Oh, I, I, I don't mind improvising. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to... Sorry. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks a lot.
1: Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Don't stop, please. Thanks a lot. Okay. Who do we got um, next? Who do we got next? Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, man. How are you? Doing great. What's your name?
2: My name's Andrew. Andrew Fail.
1: Fail. Let's hope that's
2: not true here today. So uh, It's, a, it's it? a PH fail, you know? It's cool, like the kids say fail
1: what do you got for us today man all right it's a little song about mike yeah i hope so
0: do you smoke cigars
2: every day i am michael
1: what do you say i need a gatorade
2: yeah stop right there
1: Get so this is a- i need a stop i'm never gonna Comment on the, the melody or the quality. It's just that this is an athlete. This is a health beverage, so we're not gonna bring up cigars. Alright, we're well, hoping
2: You know Mike smokes cigars, right? Like he's smoking them all the time. I don't know how he does it. I think it's I think sure, we should celebrate we, it. it's we we cool. don't need
1: the people to drink Gatorade to have smoked cigars. So try it again with something other than cigars. All right, all right, I got something for you.
2: Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. If you want to gamble be like Mike I can drink Gatorade at the craps table I got the dice I'm going to
1: win on this Dude. bet cuz I'm Mike Hey I can't Drinking remember what your name is Gator Andrew Andrew fail Why why would you bring up gambling as well He he is a world class athlete we're trying to sell that the fact that everybody wants to be like him and you're bringing up cigars and you're bringing up All right let me try again how many chances do you think you get? Do you think you're close? Do you think you're one chance away from, from locking this up?
2: Well, I feel like I got a good tone. We got a kind of a nighttime vibe. You know, we're in a jazz club. And I think it could really work for the Gatorade. That's the
1: tone you created. That nobody- when,
2: when I saw the breakdown, it said dark, cool, black, blue,
1: glass, Gatorade. We, we didn't have a breakdown for this. This was, I have no idea what that's referencing. Black, blue? Well, I assumed that it was the color of my skin, as well as the color of the Gatorade. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Andrew. Y'all stay classy. Thanks a lot, Andrew. Thank you. I'm going to do one more. i got time for one more of this fucking shit. How you doing? Hi there.
0: Name? My name's Ben. How old are you? I am nine years old.
1: Okay, Ben. You've been singing a long time.
2: Well, yeah, I, I started singing as soon as I came out of the womb.
1: <laughs> I was
2: I was a water birth, and they said they could hear me
1: singing under the water in the tub. It's really cute, Ben. So you have something prepared for us today?
0: Yeah, I love Michael Jordan. He's my hero.
1: Whenever you're ready, just show us what you got, and we'll go from there.
0: M I K E. His name is Mike. His name is Mike. Will he be my dad? My dad is gone. I want you to be my dad, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, please okay, give so me the Gatorade. Just, my mom can't afford it.
1: Okay. Um, what I like about that song is you spelling out his name. I thought M-I-K-E, that was really cool. M I K E Michael uh, Jordan. M-I-K. K E. I don't want you to. Uh, I don't want you to say that you want him to be your dad. That's not what this is. I'm sorry that you seem to have lost your dad. I also don't want you to say that you can't afford the Gatorade because we don't want to put it out there that maybe Gatorade's expensive or something like that. So you got the M-I-K-E, and then it's, you know, I want to be like him. You dream about him, that you can fly like he can fly. I think I got it.
0: I think I got it.
1: M-I-K-E. What does that spell? It spells Mike.
0: Mike. Michael Jordan. I want to be him. I wanna drink his Gatorade. I wanna be on the court. I wanna hand it to him. M I K E. I wanna fly Mike. I wanna fly on his commercial airlines. I want a private jet. I wanna be like Mike. I want a private jet. I wanna punch people. I wanna be like Mike.
1: You felt that go off the rails, didn't you? You feel. You felt. Do you feel? Do you feel how that goes off the rails?
0: I do, I do. But if I had the right backing track, we had like a big saxophone in the background. I want to be like Michael. I want to drink some Gatorade. I want to shoot the ball in the hoops. I want to pound the ball on the floor. M-I-K-E. What does that spell? It spells Mike. Mike. Michael Jordan. Give me that Gatorade. Give me it now. Give me that money. Need a new contract. Let me be Mike. Let me be Mike. I want to be Mike. I want to fly. I want to fly. I want to fly. On his jet. On his jet. (laughs) I'm Michael Jordan now. I am him. I drank the Gatorade. It turned me into him. M-I-K-E. That is my name. I am Mike. I want to be me. I want to gamble. I want to fly. Ben,
1: Ben, 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 Ben. Yeah. I'm going to do something that I wouldn't typically do with somebody who came in here. Okay. I really like what you brought in. It's okay. It's really close. It's not quite what we're looking for, but what I offer and what I'm going to offer you, I want to be your dad. You can be my dad? I want to be your dad. In the song or in real life? In real life, Ben. I'm going to be your dad.
0: Like
1: how about
2: how about what has happened to scotty pippen's voice do you ever notice the sound of his voice he sounds like he's turned into like he's turned like alien robotic like it's so gravelly and raspy now
1: it's 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 interesting because i was thinking that exact same thing and i was watching him in an interview and the the quality of his voice would suggest to me that he's grabbing his throat when he talks and that he's got a lot of throat tension but when you look at his throat, it seems perfectly relaxed. That's just the way his voice seems to resonate. It's just really gravelly, minimal effort resonates yeah. well. <laughs> Cause I was thinking the same thing. I was like looking for movement in his throat. I was looking for his like larynx to move up and down. I was looking for like, you know, veins to come out of his neck, but it just wasn't happening. It's completely relaxed.
2: It sounds like someone who's recovered from throat cancer and like their voice
1: has changed completely. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder what that is. Maybe like, maybe as a basketball player, like you yell all the time, so maybe he has throat damage. But that doesn't mean he has throat tension. I don't know, but it does. It it is a weird. It is a very unique voice and resonates in a really weird way, and it does sort of Mm -hmm. sound like a computer. He would be an amazing voice for, like, Siri or some sort yeah. of, like, GPS yeah. navigation. I mean, it's
2: a bit like, uh, what's his name, the actor? Morgan Freeman-y, you know?
1: Yeah. But yeah, less totally. soothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: So we got Pippin's voice now, Jordan's freaky eyes. I don't know how much you, like, take note of his, like, yellowy, red, glossy eyes. Like, what is going on with him? There's, like, articles all over the net talking about, like, does Jordan have jaundice? What's happening to Jordan? Is he going to die soon?
1: But it's all, like, you don't know. Because in the interview, he's got that glass of whiskey next to him, and it goes up and <laughs> down the whole interview. And I'm like, I can't tell if it's edited where it was just one drink that he goes down, but then they cut it differently so that you couldn't tell, or if it's just continuous drinks. And so he might be gunned. And, you know, maybe that's no. why his... no eyes are red it's also he's got lights in his fucking face too you know what i mean like he's got all these cameras and lights that could be he could have sensitive light or eyes to light makes his eyes it's not red. just the red it's you don't get jaundice at like 60 and jaundice doesn't show up in the ball of your eye jordan's
2: eyes are fucked is all i'm gonna say i don't think it's just the lights i don't think it's the alcohol there's something something going on with his eyes I,
1: He's got like a competitive nature inside him that's like three wolves barking and he has nothing to get it out on. He's probably ready to explode.
2: The last dance frenzy. Twitter goes nuts. What happened to Jordan's eyes? Does he have liver disease?
1: (laughs) 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 Uh... (laughs) You know, people jump on everything. It's so fucking funny. Why I are mean, Michael Jordan's eyes yellow? The basketball legend won't say. What do you mean won't say? Who, who pinned him up and said, tell us, tell us why your eyes are yellow? <laughs> Pippin, do you know anything about Jordan's eyes? I don't know. <laughs> uh, we hate asking you questions because we have to listen to your voice, but could you please tell us why Jordan's eyes are yellow? <laughs> Okay, let's
2: just take a quick, quick look at what they're saying about why Jordan won't say. Um, buh, 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 frequently, a number of people associated with the team. Michael Jordan, some fans have noticed his eyes look a little yellow. They're wondering why they might be. Why are Michael Jordan's eyes yellow? The speculation around Michael's eyes stretches back more than a decade. In the 2000s, photos emerged of the basketball phenom where his eyes looked yellowed, and rumors began to circulate that Michael had some sort of liver disease. To date, Michael has never announced that he has any sort of health problem, and there has never been any news stories about him receiving treatment of any kind. The mystery of Michael's eyes remains largely unsolved, but that hasn't stopped rampant speculation online. Yellow eyes are typically associated with a condition called jaundice infection, which occurs.
1: Damn it, I was wrong.
2: (laughs) Which occurs when oxygen-carrying components in a person's blood break down into a substance called bilirubin. That yellow compound eventually makes the eyes and sometimes other parts of the body look yellow. Because Michael has never suggested that he had any issues with his liver, some fans have caught up with other theories as to why his eyes may be yellow. Some fans think Michael Jordan has
1: a drinking problem. (laughs) As if Jordan's supposed to come out and make these public announcements. I'd like everybody to know I have liver disease or I'd like everybody to know I struggle with booze and that's why my eyes are yellow. Well, nobody has
2: to do that. A full glass of cognac or whatever he is drinking like filled to the brim next to you in the interview about your life. It all makes sense.
1: Like seriously... And his hands are fucking huge in that interview When he gestures with his hands And it's his uh, pointer finger Looks like it's bent two different ways And it looks longer than my arm And because he's not as uh, lean as he used to be That's, a, that's it a just a looks nice way of like saying it Massive Well, you wouldn't look at Jordan if you, if you walked by Jordan not knowing anything about him You wouldn't be like, there's a fat man He's not no. fat you'd be taken by his height i'm sure first yeah
2: no he's not fat he is he's thick i wouldn't even call him thick he just looks puffy he's got a golf he's got a golf body now
1: yeah i mean his body changed a lot over his career as well like if you look at him in 98 he's jacked but in that 63 point game he's super lean You remember the first, I mean, for me, I remember the first time I slow danced with a girl. I just remember so vividly putting my hands on her waist and feeling her waist move and like feeling the movement of her skin and just being like, wow, God, it just excited me so much to actually feel a girl's waist and then Because I guess, I mean, I think this is probably pretty common, but I think the first sort of risky thing that happened in slow dances at a young age is that you move your arms or your hands up and down their back. And I think for me, I would wait for the cue for them. Like if they were doing that. The first time that I put a hand on a butt in a dance, oh my God, I'll never feel that excited again. It's just like nothing else. uncharted territory, it's it's animalistic and instinctual, but it's also so scary. You're risking so much when you put the hand on the butt. Then once you know that it's okay, that's why people are incredible musicians, athletes, writers, doctors, I think it's just to attract sex.